you know, people like to sit on the couch and think opportunities are going to come. Somebody's going to call you and, and you get that opportunity. You have to be out there hustling. You got to be on the street. People have to see your face. They got to know you. And that still might not even work. It probably won't. But at least you got a better chance than waiting from your couch um, for that <laughs> phone call. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know how we do this every single week. We're going to bring you a different athlete, celebrity, entertainer, somebody who understands and is an example for you of the importance of that burn, that burn, that fire that lies inside of them that ignites their why and their purpose that causes them to take the necessary action to be disciplined in the everyday work that it takes to get to that next level. Today is no different. I am so fired up about the opportunity for you to meet my friend, Blaze French. Now, let me tell you a couple things here, okay? Let me share a couple things. I know we don't talk a lot about resumes, but you talk about a guy who understands capacity. Actor. You've seen him on Blacklist. You've seen him on Law & Order. Many other hit shows. Maybe you've seen him on commercials for Puma, Banana Republic. Maybe you've seen stories written about him from his exit when Coca-Cola bought body armor. Maybe you've seen him out with his recent products like Uptime. Maybe you've seen him in the work that he's just started to do with Punched Energy. And it's like, man, you know, this guy's an adrenaline junkie. You think I'm an adrenaline junkie. <laughs> this guy's a real adrenaline junkie when he drinks it and he's got his gummies. Yeah. So Blaze French, my friend, man, I, I'm so excited. This is just a a few years in the making and uh, having you on the burn is an honor and welcome to the show. Ben, man, I really appreciate you having me on here. You know, we, we were supposed to do this kind of a few years ago and, and uh, I feel like the timing is is perfect now and, and, you know, us working together with punch. Um, so we have a lot of things going, but it is an absolute pleasure to be on here, man, with you and the burn, man. I, I love what you're doing and I'm excited, man. Well, I, I appreciate it. I'm going to, I'm going to go in a little bit of a different direction that people wouldn't expect. You know, we, we talk so much about burn. And when you had mentioned some of your life story to me, I realized like how, how similar we were in terms of our mindsets, how we show up, how we don't let anything break us or hold us back. And that's really what the burn provides for individuals. But I'm going to take a little bit of a different spin because I pay attention to people's resumes. And I know one of the things that we often talk about is how people wait on this sideline to get into the game. They choose to not wait. And you like take everything on, like you don't hold back from anything. <laughs> Something happened this year in the NCAA tournament. So I'm sure you've been interviewed plenty of times with the millions of followers that you have on Instagram <laughs> and on all the other social media platforms. But I wonder how many people have talked to you about your basketball career at St. Peter's in New Jersey. Cause here's what I think is amazing. St. Peter's just had one of the most improbable runs in the history of the NCAA tournament with Shaheen Holloway, the old Seton Hall star coming back, coaching their team. Now he's the head coach at Seton Hall because of this elite eight run. But I think many people would have looked at that team and said completely improbable. There's no way. There's nobody who bet on that team to go to the elite eight. 
you were part of the last St. Peter's team to even just go to the NCAA tournament Mm -hmm. over 10 years ago. And I would have to imagine back then they were telling you how improbable things Uh, were. I think for you in your life, in the business world, from what you've shared, you've had people say improbable. Oh, you're going to go work for Body Armor when there's a few people in a room and then Coca-Cola is going to handle the exit and buy you guys out like that was probably just as improbable as St. Peter's making it to the Elite Eight. So so take me there, if you would, to those people who focus too much on somebody telling them that's improbable Mm -hmm. rather than them connecting to their burn and what's actually possible. Yeah, Ben, I I feel like it's natural for people to. Um, have that improbable um, outlook and they put people project a lot of their insecurities on you. Something that I learned, you know, kind of a long time ago, Um, you know, shout out to St. Peter's for that amazing run going to the elite eight was huge. Um, But yeah, all my life, man, I've been going through adversity um, and, and, and people saying, you know, you can't do this and, Coca-Cola is going to buy body armor for 8 billion. You're crazy. You know, looking at me like I'm like I'm a fool. And um, it kind of it kind of fuels me. It's definitely a part of my burn when I'm getting rejected and and people kind of, you know, think that I can't do something kind of definitely fuels me. Um, You know, all my life I've been going through through different things um, from losing my mom when I was 15 years old, um, you know, basketball ups ups and downs and, and finally getting a scholarship and um just in business getting turned down um but all these things fuel me i love rejection i love um being uncomfortable with something i got comfortable with um being nervous is something i love um so i i found a nice <clears throat> pocket that i'm sitting in and i'm i'm thriving in um and and i definitely want to promote and and uh influence and inspire people to you know get out their comfort zone and and kind of live in their burn and so the burn for you i know is very meaningful and deep <clears throat> as it is for me tell us a little bit about your burn and where this this mindset to take on the uncomfortable to take on the improbable comes from yes i grew up in queens new york um, to a single mom. Um, and I'll, t- I'll give you a little thing in, in Queens, we have a motto says Queens get the money. And we have a lot of people from Queens that are successful. So it's a standard growing up in Queens. Uh, so I grew up with my single mom, mom's my best friend. Um, she put me on to basketball. I ain't know nothing about basketball. She put me on to it. And, uh, when I was 15 years old, starting my sophomore year of high school in September, big year, my mom suddenly passed away out of nowhere. Like one day, everything is good. Next day she's gone. And um, to have like your best friend just gone one day leaves you left me like in shambles. Uh, So ready to give up and quit and just, you know, pack it up. But I thought about all the sacrifices that my mom made for me. You know, she, she would like for about two years, she quit her job just to focus on me in school and basketball. My schoolwork went, through the roof. I was averaging like 95s basketball. I was like number five in the city. So I thought about all those times, you know, all, all those times of, of, of her sacrificing and, and feeding me, clothing me, giving me the best, you know, clothes and food. And um, so I knew there was no way I could, I could give up. Um, so, you know, to this day, that burn is super deep. Mother's day was, was just yesterday. Um, 
and and you know i didn't soak it it fired me up this morning i woke up super early worked out first one in the office um so i'm living i feel like i'm living a double life i'm living my life and i'm living her life so i'm you know i'm doing this for for us um honestly yeah, it's, it's it's incredible hearing you talk about your mom and i know that's a that's a synergy for us and you know, you mentioned a word. I, I, I like to pay attention to all the words that people say. And you said it a handful of times. That word is sacrifice. Yes, sir. You know, a, a lot of times individuals that I, I talk to the burn about blaze, they say, man, I, you know, I don't know. I've never been through challenge. I've never been through. It's almost like they're just looking for an excuse to not go there because <laughs> it's just easier to just sit on the sidelines and not do anything. Yeah. And I love that word sacrifice and how you intentionally connect to the sacrifice that your mother made for you to have opportunity. So it's like no surprise to me that mm -hmm. rather than like having one thing that you work on, you've got like 10 things at a time that you work on yeah. because it's almost like I'm hearing and seeing what you've accomplished in your life thus far going, man, like that sacrifice helps you realize that anything is possible, that the no's don't matter. You get to choose what you give your strength to and where you put your energy. And so it's amazing what you've accomplished. I, I want to share something deep and meaningful and powerful um, with you. And then I I'd love for you to speak to those individuals who maybe haven't slowed down mm. to think about sacrifice. But my mother passed at 38. So the year that I turned 38, Blaze, I never wanted to be 39 so quick in my entire <laughs> life. I'm like, let's just skip this age because it was like my mom didn't make it there. Yeah. Right. And so it's like you reach this point where like I now know every day that I live is more than my mom got. And she died as a young woman. When I looked in the mirror as a 38 year old man, I, I'm a young man. And so I know for you being 32, your mother dying at 34 like it's going to hit you. You're probably going to remember this conversation and call me on that day and be like, bro, this, this is hitting me. Like you said, because it, it's this different feeling. And I think it's amazing what you've accomplished thus far, but I think it's going to be incredible what you do as you get closer to those extra days that your mom never got because you connect to that sacrifice the way that I do. Can you speak to those individuals who are kind of living to those excuses, living to the, living to the, to the sideline mentality. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say, you know, I mean, that's big. And, and I think about it too, because even at 32, I think, you know, my mom had me, I was like 12 years old. I can't imagine my life with a 12 year old and all the things that I'm doing, you know what I mean? So I, I definitely will call you on that day. Um, but just thinking about sacrifice and thinking about that burn, um, everybody goes through things. And I feel like a lot of people um, try to hide and run away from it instead of facing it. And um, they, they, you say the sideline, I like to say from the couch. A lot of people like to sit <laughs> on their couch. There's more people on the couch than the sideline. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you know, people like to sit on the couch and think opportunities are going to come. Somebody's going to call you and, and you get that opportunity. You have to be out there hustling. You got to be on the street, people have to see your face. They got to know you. And that still might not even work. It probably won't. But at least you got a better chance than waiting from your couch um, for that <laughs> phone call. <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I um, just, you know, the opportunities are, are endless. It's like we're living here in America. You could go to a deli 
and just meet somebody and, and network like it, it's social media is big for networking. Um, so there's kind of no excuse if you don't kind of get what you want or, or live the life that you want, it's going to end up on you. So you can't blame anybody. Well, if I had this or if I had that, you can make anything happen. Like I've seen people make make it happen with less. Um, so, yeah, I, there's no excuses. And, and I just want to motivate people and inspire people um, who have less or who have more to just go after whatever it is you want, you know. And, you know, one of the things that, that, that I think is so important is that uh, beyond, you know, uptime for a little energy and punch for a little bit of energy, yeah. that people actually do consistently connect to that burn. And my definition of consistency is a little different. It's every damn day. Right. It isn't like, hey, let me let me do that for a couple of days, get some extra energy and fire and then do something like it's every day. And I know you know what that feels like for me, but it's every day you connect to your burn, isn't it? Every single day. I try to connect to it as much as I can, man. Um, you know, just thinking about it. And, and it's so crazy that there's been times where I felt like that burn has saved me. I've been in different situations and and I know that fire from my mom and everything has, has saved me, but I, I connect to it as much as I can. And uh, I love being in uncomfortable situations, being nervous, um, having the pressure on, like that's when I perform my best. That's when that burn really kicks in for me. Um, so yeah, I, I enjoy it, especially being uncomfortable is my favorite. <laughs> okay, so that that naturally leads me to a question on mental toughness. And you know we got to talk about mental toughness. You're going to be one of our 30 plus speakers for the Mental Toughness Forum August 2nd through the 6th. I cannot wait for everybody to hear you and your thoughts on mental toughness. So you can't give them everything right now, Blaze, right? So we just need like a little short snippet, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but Mental toughness for me is your ability to get back up one more time than you've been knocked down. And I think it's going to be awesome. I'm so excited to share the stage with you and individuals like Tom Izzo and Ray Lewis and Ed Milet and Andy Frisella and Shante Lowe and all these greats. But when you think of mental toughness, yeah. what does mental toughness mean to you? Because in all your answers, sacrifice, yeah. right? being uncomfortable, like all these words you're using, those are words that really stem from mental toughness. So how important is mental toughness for you? Mental toughness is everything for me. Um, you know, I, I you know, you guys know my mom passed away when I was 15, but also my dad was in jail my whole life as well. Um, and then I grew up in a really rough neighborhood. So it, it would have been very easy to get into um, trouble or get into different things. Um, so having mental toughness was very key for me to just stay focused, um, not giving up, but there's, 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 there's tricks to it that I've learned. Um, I can't give you guys, I'll, I'll give it, you know, when we do our <laughs> conference. but there's tricks to the mental toughness, you know, to make it easier on you. Um, but, but totally, totally super important. Adversity hits everybody. How you handle it is very important. Um, you, you see people's true colors when they're going through tough times. You know, everybody, when, you know, you, you see the sayings, when everything's good, you really can't judge somebody because everybody is showing their best self. When things go bad and things are tough, 
the true character of a person really comes out. We really see who you are. And in those times, that's when I perform my best. Like, oh, I've hit a lot of game winners in my lifetime just because that when that pressure is on, everything's out the window. My instincts kick in and I and I'm free. I feel like, you know, this is who I am. So I love being in those situations. And, um, you know, during our conference, I'll definitely give some gems and some tricks to the mental toughness because there are ways, um, you know, you could tap into it and, and it's not as hard as people think it, it is, but it's super important and it means everything to me. I love it. I, love, I, I cannot wait to hear your talk for the Mental Toughness Forum. And here, here's what I'm going to do. We're going to get to see how good of an actor Blaze really is. So I'm going I'm to let him close the show. First, I got some thoughts, right, to get him, get him pumped up in case he's a little uncomfortable. I got some thoughts as I've tied some things together. And then we're going to turn it over to Blaze, and we're going to let him finish it, close it out however he wants, encourage people to subscribe and share. We're going to see how good he is at acting. But here's what I want to say before I turn it over to you, Blaze. And this, this has been so much fun. Oh, man. I, I want to say this not only to you, Blaze, but to everybody listening who may have fears, doubts, and uncertainties, because we all have them. Mm -hmm. Please listen to Blaze's words and focus on what's possible for you rather than somebody telling you something is impossible. Mm -hmm. Please listen to Blaze's words as an example that you can fight through your challenge and adversity in your life. You know, when Blaze French was sitting in the locker room over 10 years ago, slipping on that St. Peter's jersey before they played Purdue in the first round of the NCAA tournament, yeah. many people probably would have looked and said, Guy like you, Blaze, you think you could sell a company for billions of dollars to Coke? Man, that, that's not for you. Guy like you, Blaze, with the challenge and adversity that you've been through, you're going to go be an agent in the NBA representing play? That's probably not you. Guy like you, Blaze, Banana Republic, Puma, all these commercials? Not you. They would say, Law and Order? <laughs> really? On TV? No, that's not you. <laughs> but what I admire about you, Blaze, is that you continue to be the example. I know that fire is going to keep getting brighter when you cross over that 34, and it's going to be incredible what you do. Yes, uh, so that's how I feel about you. But what I would love for you to do is close out the show and help everybody understand that they have it in them yeah. to rise up and do whatever they want to do in their lives. Man, I first want to say thank you, Ben, man. This platform um, that you've created and that you continue to grow is amazing. Um, I wish I would have found out about, about it sooner, you know, I, I maybe would have sold it for 20 billion instead of 8 billion. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so definitely want to say thank you, man. Cause you know, it's guys like you that inspire me. Um, you know, when I'm down, cause you still get down, um, you still have your roller coaster moments. I look to guys like you for that inspiration that continues to keep going. Um, so I definitely want to say thank you. Um, and, and to the people, man, I, I reach out to me. I, I answer every one of my DMs. I'm every one of my messages. I love inspiring people. I love working with people. I started my career by, you know, I met this guy who created vitamin water and nobody wanted to kind of, they weren't listening to him, but I thought he was interesting. So I was asking <laughs> questions and, and, and calling them. Um, so always, you know, ask questions and, and, and reach out to people. Um, 
but but I'm very excited to be here on the burn and, and I can't wait to the mental health forum um, when we really could could drop all the gems and, and, and let everybody know. But, um, you know, to be here now, nobody would think that I would be be able to be on this platform, move to California, solar company, NBA agent, be on a screen with J-Lo. Um, you know, when I think about it, I've done some incredible stuff. Um, however, I am living for me and mom, so I, I still have a lot more to go. So uh, stay tuned for what we do next. <laughs> Blaze, I appreciate you. This has been The Burn. Yes, sir. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.